يمر على الدرين دفنون مسخ الدركين فرحت سلام بريم بتستر بحكيلة إلهم تلاتين آمين and we are on ممتد عمود بيت and we start from Rabbi Shimon the part of the عمود and that's going to be Clients from the bottom. And the end of the line. So Rabbi Shimon used to take the basket and put it on his uh, shoulders in order to sit on the basket when he got to the Beit Midrash. We said uh, in yesterday's daf that um, Rabbi Yehuda did the same thing. He would take a kankan, uh, a jug, and put it on his shoulders. And he said that uh, now I don't have to sit on the uh, floor. So this melacha will bring me ultimately to kavod. So if it's not a uh, minimization, it's not minimizing my kavod. Adraba. Only problem is that uh, according to the Bishim Bar Yochai, which is the Bishim On, he says in Berachot that the person should not involve himself in melacha and only learn Torah. <laughs> that was the Bishim On's opinion. Torah matea aleha. And over here he's saying uh, Gedola Melacha. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess he means that this Melacha was to learn Torah. So such a Melacha that's to learn Torah is not a problem. He's talking about Melacha that will take you away from Torah, carrying this on his shoulders so he'll get to the Bet Midrash and learn. Okay. The wife of Rabbi Yehuda, she went out and she bought uh, wool in the marketplace. Avda Gilima Duhutbe. And she made a Gilima, like a a hashuv robe, kad nafkat leshuka mechashiabe. When she went out to the marketplace, she covered herself. And if kad nafak, Rabbi Yehuda letzaluia. When Rabbi Yehuda went out to pray, hayam mechase umsale. He would go out and wear it and uh, and, uh, and and pray with it over there. I guess they were uh, they were aniim, and he guess he did it. He kon lechrot lechrat elohek Yisrael. You have to wear a special garment when you pray. So they fulfilled the mitzvah of he kon. I guess you have to say that. Uh, it was a unisex uh, type of garment over here, so it wasn't over on Beged Isha. Vechad mechaseh behava mebarech, and when he would make the berach, when he would wear it, he would say, Baruch she'atani me'il. Okay, it's a berachat, almost like the berachat we would say of Malbish Arumim, but he had this uh, special berachat that he made. Zimna hada gazara bishamam gamliel ta'anita, so he made a ta'anit. Rabbi Yehuda lo atal lebet ta'anita. Rabbi Yehuda did not come to the place where the hachamim were making ta'anita. Amri le, so those that uh, <coughs> were there, they told the bunch of one Gamaliel, Rabbi Yehuda is not here. Lo it le kisuya. He has no beged. He has nothing to wear. Shadal la gedima ve'la kabil. They sent him a garment, but he didn't accept it. it. Means they were poor, so he didn't have what to wear. So he stayed home. He couldn't come to the. Uh, so he wore his wife's uh, garment. That's 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 And we know the Buddha Rabbi is Stam Hasid. The Buddha Rabbi is they were Anim. They were poor. So the Gemara says uh, <coughs> he, he 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 explained to them why he didn't want to take the bigot. He says Dele uh, Sipta. He lifted up the Mahaselet where he was sitting on, like the rug that he was sitting on, the mat that he was sitting on. And all of a sudden, it was all gold underneath, underneath it. So he said, I don't need your uh, favors. A miracle. He lifted up the, 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 the mat, and all of a sudden, gold was there. So uh, the Shalih Abdel Nasi said, Hazer, my Ika. 
look at uh, look at this wealth over here that he has over here. Uh, he could have bought himself uh, if he wanted to. Mihu doni hali but then alma. But he said, I don't want to benefit in this world over here from anything, and therefore he refused it. But that's that's not the reason. They made a miracle for him. Uh, he didn't want to mizalzeh with the bishimon, so he made a miracle just to say hasbe shalom. I, I would accept it, but I don't need it. But really, it was it was not. Uh, he didn't have it. Okay, that's the Sadiqim. They lived in uh, they lived in abject poverty. So now the Gemara says Rabbi Akiva it kadeshat le berate de kalba savua. All right, Rabbi Akiva married the daughter of kalba savua. Gemara, we learned. <laughs> Anybody that went into his house hungry like a Caleb came out satiated. Kalba Sabuwa. Also, the Mikubalim say that uh, he was the Nitzots of Caleb Ben Yefune. That's why they called him Kalba. Uh, that was like one of the rewards of uh, of Kalba, uh, Kalba Sabuwa. He had a, a grandson, whatever. Tikun, Gilgul, not Tikun, Gilgul, like this. Shama Kalba Sabuwa. Anyway, Kabbasu heard about the marriage and he wasn't too happy. And uh, so he was Madir uh, Hana'a from uh, from her and Rabbi Akiva. He cannot benefit from any of his assets. Azla They got married when they were in uh, in, the, in the winter months. They were sleeping in the place where the straw was. They didn't even have a bed. Rabbi Akiva was pulling out the pieces of straw from her head. You know, she had all the straw in her hair. So therefore he had to, you know, pulling it out of her hair. If I would be rich, I would buy you a tiara, gold, with the, uh, <coughs> the image of Yerushalayim. The Hashuv ladies would wear it. So the Avi showed up. So he appeared like a person. And he was calling on the door, begging on the door. Please, I need a little straw. My wife is giving birth, or she gave birth, and uh, I don't even have uh, uh, straw to lie her down, to put, the, uh, to put her down. So Rabbi Akiva said, Look at that. You think we have it bad? This guy doesn't even have Tevin. And different explanations are said in this Gemara. One explanation is that you see how much Hashem will go out of his way to make Shalom Bayit between a couple. He says, In order to give, uh, you know, to make their situation look better. That's really the Shalom Bayit issue. That's considered uh, something worthy for the Awanavi to do. Another explanation that I saw once was, I mean, if Hashem's already making a miracle, so get him a bed. <laughs> well, you send him to the Awanavi and give him, ask him for more tevin. So on the contrary, now he has less tevin than he had before. <laughs> so, the, for, I mean, once already you're dispatching the Awanavi, you, you push the miracle button already. So push the miracle button, like the question asked by Yaakov Avinu. Once already the rocks all became one, so make it a pillow. <laughs> what is uh, so um, the answer they say is because Rabbi Akiva was beginning his Torah career, and part of the Torah career is That is part of Torah. That, that, that would not have been a, a favor to get him a bed. 
Adraba, the Mesirut Nefesh for Torah, that's, that's what made Rabbi Akiva Rabbi Akiva. So he didn't want to ruin his marriage, but he doesn't want to ruin his Torah career either. So therefore by sending him uh, the Awa Navi, it serves both. It saves his marriage and doesn't uh, affect his Mesirut Nefesh for Torah. Amra le zil have berav. Okay, go go study in the yeshiva. Azal tatesere shenin kamed rebili ezver biyosh. He went for twelve years, and he studied it from the rabbis. The mishlam tatesere shenin when he finished the twelve years, kaatale bete came home. Shama men achore bete hid from 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 the back door. The kamala had rasha ledebitu. Look at that. One Rasha was talking to the wife of Rabbi Akiva. Shapir Avid le Abu Your father was right. Look at this over here. He leaves you uh, like this stranded for 12 years. Doesn't uh, support you. Doesn't do anything over here. Your father was right. Hada delo damilich. Which means, uh, number one, he's not like you. Which means uh, he's not from a Hashu family. You're from a Hashu family. Rabbi Akiva was Rashbat Gerim. So number one, you're not compatible. The families are not the same. Talk about a, the Awan Avid enhancing the marriage. And this Rasha... It's coming to destroy the marriage. He left you a, a widow that's uh, alive, meaning uh, a widow that her husband is alive. All these years. So, uh, it's interesting. So it was a man. We always say it was one of our girlfriends, was the, you know, when they tell the story over there. It sounds like it was a guy. Could be. Could be in Kitavu, it's a lady. Right. Just saying, this game on over here, it sounds like it was a, it was a man that came along and was instigating over here. Don't we say it? The friends were over and they were saying, you poor thing, but it was uh, some, some Rasha that came over. If he would hear me, let him go another 12 years, I'll be happy if he could hear me. Once he got the green light, Rabbi Akiva heard that. He made a U-turn, he went back to the yeshiva. for another 12 years. And of course, the famous of Chaim Shmuel Levitz on this Gemara, and Sichot Musar is, Okay, you got the green light. Go in and tell uh, Shabbat to sit down, have a coffee, uh, stay the night, and uh, go back. And if Chaim Shmuel Levitt's famous answer is 12 plus 12 is not 24. Which means uh, there's a difference between studying Torah without a uh, break, without an interruption. Uh, so it means until he came into the house, he's still in the yeshiva, technically. And until he, he's still there. Once, once he steps to the threshold already, he left the yeshiva, he's in the house now. So therefore, to go into the house already, it's a break in the action. It'll be a small break. And therefore, to, the, the, the 12 plus 12 is not 24. That means it should be constant. And then right, I think if he gave, if I remember the shmuz, he said that it's like a, a tea kettle. You put it on the fire. And it's about to boil, you take it off. It's about to boil, you take it off. But in order for the water to boil, you got to leave it on for a certain amount of time for it to percolate. It's the same thing in learning. You, know, you stop and go. You learn a little, you take off. You learn, stop. And if you never, you never get heated up. <clears throat> you got to keep on the fire, and then all of a sudden you start to see exponentially the Torah starts to... It's not 12 years anymore, it's not 24 years. 24 has become exponential because everything is, uh, you know, uh, compounding, exactly, uh, uh, off each other. Okay, anyway, Atab Asrin, the Arbaa Alfin, Zuge Talmideh. So basically, he came back with uh, 24,000 pairs of student, which is um, a little different than we learned in Ketubot. We learned 12,000 pairs of uh, students, meaning 12,000 Havrutot, which is, uh, which is 24. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why the English is translating it as 24,000 yeah, students. So not, not, not peers. Peers. And let's just say, what's, 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 what's 24,000 pairs. You have pairs? I do not have pairs. Uh, we have peers here. Okay, so they, they, they deal with this over here. They deal with it. Yeah
They take out Zuget. Yeah, it's the same number. That was the argument that was 24 times, which is the way, 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 way you learned the, the Gemaraz. Yeah. Zuget won't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everybody went to greet Rabbi Akiva. He also went to see him. So, husband. Okay, not a, not a guy. Well, he's a Shaim over here. <laughs> They so, be the uh, same person. Yeah, it could be the same guy, exactly. He says, uh, Where are you going with those dirty clothes, with those cheap clothes over there that you got? You know, uh, uh, you're not going uh, to see you like this. Which means that Sadiq knows my situation, and therefore I will not be Migune in his eyes. Yeah, he knows how he left me, he knows uh, that Sadiq, how uh, my, my plight is. <laughs> so she came close enough to see him. Of course, the rabbis, you know, they pushed her away. Hey, no ladies over here. Get out of here. And then Amar uh, and the Biakiva saw what was going on, and he said, Famous line that uh, my Torah and your Torah is really hot Torah. And therefore, because she was the one that enabled it, and she pushed it, and she, you know, uh, allowed me to do it. Shama Kalba Kalba Savua. Um, he heard that big rabbi came to town, so he didn't know there was a son-in-law, and he decided, uh, you know, that's. Uh, he decided after all those years <laughs> to break the neder against the Akiva. Nothing to do. He didn't know this was the Akiva. He said, you know what? Let bygones be bygones. Already, my son-in-law, I knocked him out of the will. Let me go to this rabbi and to be matir my neder with <laughs> my son-in-law, not knowing that he was actually talking to his. So he went to the Akiva, and he asked him to be uh, Matiras Neder. Vishtere. And he, uh, he Matiras Neder. Vishtere. And therefore, the Akiva was, uh, was back in again. The uh, question, of course, is how can the Akiva break a Neder that's no gay to him? And the Halakha says, you're not allowed to do that. So you have to say either that the Akiva, you yeah, have 24,000 students over there. So he told one of the Tabidim, he handled the, uh, he, was, he officiated the Hattara, uh, we didn't actually make the Hattara Dream because it would be no gay. Uh, to himself. So Rabbi, that uh, the double lashon of Shkidish today. First time he did it by himself, and then he realized maybe it's best if I do it with any another. So I did it twice. And then the second one was done with three. Nice, nice. Minchit mile iatana biakiva. Amazing. Biakiva was wealthy from six different sources. Okay, some people would be happy to be wealthy from one source. Biakiva already had six different. Uh, Incomes, each one, right, diversified, each one made him wealthy. Min Kalba Savua, which we just read, Kalba Savua was the father in law. Min Ayalat Disfinta, from the uh, Ayal, from the deer that was on the boat. You know that story of the deer that was on the boat? Let's catch up. We have any ads over here telling us about the deer on the boat? Yeah. So they used to put a, yeah, they used to put a, they felt, in the olden days, they felt that it was good luck to put like a deer in front of the boat. That's Katsevi, it goes fast. So the boat will have good, good mazal to go quickly to its, uh, to, to its place. You know, to its, yeah, ayala desfinta. Bechol sefina yu'osin demut ayal. Me'etz. Lenachesh, it was like a superstition. Well, siman, shetea sefina kala. And they filled it with gold. And I guess it fell off the boat once and washed up, and the Biakiva found it. The piñata. He opened it up, and all of a sudden, there's all this gold, uh, gold came out of it. So he became wealthy from that. 
The Kosif in well, he didn't do it. He, he, no, they weren't worshiping it. It was like a Nihosh. It's a suit to do the Nihosh, for sure. The guys in the boat were a suit to do it. But find his keepers, as, as they say. The Kosif in Ta, Abdine, Min Ena. Every boat they made this Ayal, Zimna Hada, and Chua, Al Kepiawa. They left it on the, on the shore. Atahu, Ashkechai, he found it. Okay, what about. Uh, Hashabat Aveda, what about Sima? I think that definitely has a Sima. Guim, that's it. No much value to, to give it. Well, especially you say it's something like the Guim. It says, yeah, there were Romans. There were Romans on the, uh, on the, on the boat. And, uh, they, they were, and they were, trans- they were transferring uh, this, uh, these assets. And they had this Ayal over here. And they were too busy in their business, they forgot it. Be'akiva found it, and Mechashin echrizu asochanim al avedatam. He announced that he found it. They said you can keep it. Aha. So he did give it back. Kote shtam kubet said they said hey anybody find this uh, put it in the newspaper Wall Street Journal anybody we lost uh, Ayal. Be'akiva said I found it. They said wow what an honest guy. He found it keep it. So that was the thing. so he did it to make a kiddush Hashem. Umin Gavza, uh, and he also from the the treasure chest that they used to put also uh, on the boats. The Zimna Hada Yehiv Arba Zuzel LeSepunai. One time, Rabbi Akiva gave four zoos to the sailors. Amar Lehu Aiti Li Midam, bring me uh, something that's worth uh, this amount. You know, he wanted to buy something. Vidosh Karo Ela Gavza Al Kefiyamari. I find a little chest. Okay, it's worth four zoos. And they, uh, they gave it to him. Aitule, Amrule, Avid, Marana Ale. You can use this. Maledinare. Oh, they were foolish that they didn't open it. And they gave it to him. And when he opened it, they thought there was sand in there. And he opened it up, and sure enough, it was all this, uh, this gold. So he had good mazal by the, by the. You know, these guys go for years with this metal detector, they find nothing. Every time he goes to the beach, he finds another, uh, another item. Zimna uh, Hada. Again, not a boat story. Ah, so what, they couldn't see it? No, when they lifted it, they attributed the... Oh, to the metal. The metal. Ah, it was heavy because it was metal. Nice. There's a nahadat of atsifinta, the min disrukita. That one time the boat sunk, that Ishmaelim had owned the boat. Vechule iska... All their, you know, business was on the boat, in the teva, in the chest. And they found it, the sailors found that. That's the story. That the sailors found that uh, chest. And the Roman lady also made him rich. The story was, And from the story of Turnus Rufus, that's the wife of Turnus Rufus, which we'll see. Bar Shalom, and from Ketia Bar Shalom. Let's see these stories in the Ran here for a minute. The Ran says, start from Omin Matrunita, Pamahat, Utsrihu, the Biakiva, the Talmidav Maot, they needed some money. He was collecting for the Yeshiva. Valhu Etza Matrunita. So they went to a you know, lady, rich lady, Amrul Biakiva. Harin Melave Otak, I'll lend you the money, Vetia Ata. 
philosophy. One time, Ternus Rufus came home all upset because Rabbi Akiva showed him up in one of those debates. Why are you so sad? Everything is the Dafas Parashat Shavuot. You have the Ketonet that we learned about that she made, this is the lady. You have the, the Suharim Ishmaelim. And now you have. Uh, that's the God of these Jews hates immorality. So she's asking her husband, give me permission to seduce Rabbi Akiva. And then he'll fall. Natana Rishut. He gives his wife Rishut. She got all dressed up. And she went. So Rabbi Akiva, he spat on the floor. He laughed and he cried. What are you doing these three things? אמרנו <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, he, see, he says, uh, I see you came from Tipa Siruha, from that old uh, Tipa. Bachiti alhai shufra de bal'e bar'a. And I'm crying on the shufra, the beautiful uh, edifice that's going to be uh, buried 
buried in the ground. He's referring to the Mikubalim said that he, was, not her, that he was saying that now that I'm making the tikkun, so uh, now uh, Zimri will rest in peace. Behu Sahak, why did he laugh that he didn't tell her? She's going to convert. That's it. One, one, one interaction with the tzaddik. Already she wanted to convert. So now she asked for teshuva to make teshuva. You know, is it possible I can make teshuva? Of course, everybody can make teshuva because she was seducing him. He knew exactly what she came to do. <laughs> And he said to Rabbi Akiva, and when she got married, there you go. And then you have Kati Abar Shalom. Kati Abar Shalom is the last story. That is a Abu Dazara. The Gemara says over there, Kati Abar Shalom. It's Romi. He was a Roman, you know, uh, officer, and um, he worked under the Caesar that hated the Jewish people. One day. The uh, Moshel of the Melech, Yom Echad, Himshil HaMelech Mashal Zeh, L'Hashuvim Shebemalchuto. I don't remember the Roman, uh, the Roman Senate said, Mishi Yeshko Basar Met Benaglo. They came to him and they said, somebody that has, let's say, a, uh, uh, a blemish on his uh, foot. You're going to let the, like the gangrene, go across the whole body and let him die, or well, you cut off the uh, cancer, God forbid, and, and you live. Basically, they were saying that the Jewish people like uh, a cancerous uh, growth in your, uh, in your kingdom, and therefore you're going to let them stay, they're going to ruin the whole kingdom. So therefore, it's better to get rid of them, cut them out. So this Sadiq over here, this Goy called Kati uh, Abar Shalom, he came along and said, no, but if you do that, they're going to call your kingdom... Uh, the kingdom that is that is that is cut by taking the Jews out, it's going to affect your kingdom. So he said, "Hashuvim shebemalchuto." Said, "Yeah, do it." They said, "You should cut it." Ulam kati abar shalom kam ve'amar echad sheivshal lechalot et kulam shikashem sheivshal lechalot et arba ruchot ha'olam. Just like you can't get rid of the four corners of the world or the the four winds. So uh, the Kesar said, you're right. But bottom line, the rule is that when you show up to king and you argue against the king, we have to kill you. So that was, that was his punishment now. So um, when they were bringing him out to die, Matronita was there and said, Oi la lesfina. You're getting killed because of the Jews. Join them. So uh, what did he do? He did a brief milah with his teeth. He pulled off the orla and he circumcised himself over a knife that he had. And uh, I paid the tax. That's it. They let me in. And uh, he went straight to Olam Abba. When they buried him, he said, When they put him in his grave, That's it. 
So they gave all the money, all his uh, assets went to the Biakiva. And then we could buy him again over here. The Abar Shalom is Pinehas, Pin El Azar, connected, because the Vav Kati'ah, in the word Shalom. There's a Vav Kati'ah, there's a Kati'ah Bar Shalom, is connected to that in Yanab Shalom, that's why they do Brit Milah, because that's Pinehas with the Yah, so the whole subject over here with this Kati'ah Bar Shalom, regarding Pinehas. Rav Gamda, Yahiv Arba'azuzel Sapunai, they gave him four zoos to bring him something. Uh, and then they brought him a kupa. And uh, so what did they do? They brought him a, a cough, a monkey. And, and what happened? The monkey ran away and went to like a cave into a hole, and uh, they uh, dug over there where the monkey went, and they found over there uh, whole uh, pearls. So they brought him all the pearls. The monkey ended up getting him the, uh, the pearls. Okay, I guess they didn't have to give it to him. Uh, they were, they, were, they were honest, they were honest people. So we continue the Gemara. Amra le bat kesal Rabbi Yoshua ben Hanania. So the daughter of the Caesar told Rabbi Yoshua ben Hanania, Torah mefu'ara bechli mechu'ar. Seems Rabbi Yoshua ben Hanania was uncomely. And he, uh, the daughter of the Caesar said, you have such glorious wisdom in such an unglorious vessel. Amrala, Amrala, he said, Limdi mebet abuch. You want to get the answer? Go learn from your father. manichim yain. You know where do you, where does your father store his wine? Amrale bemane de fahra. Puts it in earthenware jugs. Amrale kula alma be fahra. Vatun bemane de fahra. Okay, everybody else they can't afford silver. And gold, but you could afford it. You put it in uh, in, in earthenware. You should put it at least in gold and silver. So she went and she changed and she put the wine in gold and silver. Obviously, meaning it spoiled. And Amarla, she told him, he told her, Af Torah is like wine. That means uh, if it's in a modest vessel, it stays. And because he was uncomely, so therefore that's, that's why he had because he was in the Kli Mechoar. So the Yemara asks, she asked, you have a lot of handsome rabbis that are smart. So you see that uh, it's not necessary, necessarily that... Um, you know, Torah can go where there's uh, there's uh, ugly uh, look. There's handsome hachamim. Amarla yavusenu havu gemidin tefeh. Well, if they were if they were ugly, they'd be smarter. <laughs> it means uh, yeah, they're smart. Could you imagine that's a, if they're smart when they're handsome, they'll be extra smart when they're not. But it's interesting halachic ramifications from the skimara. You see from over here that putting wine. In um, in silver and gold, 
causes it to spoil. There were some rabbis, when the Friday night, when they would make kiddush, they only put it in glass, because they don't want to put it in a silver cup, because of... Uh, because they, 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 the wine, we're going over here saying that the wine spoils in, uh, in silver. And, and, and even those that are lenient on Friday night, when it comes to Leil Pesach, they're Mahmir, because they want to say Friday night it's only in the cup for Kiddush for, for two minutes. But Leil said that it's sitting there. Exactly. The whole Magid Koshenis could take uh, an hour. Therefore, they don't like to put it in silver, Adraba. And another reason on Pesach why they like to put it in glass is because on Pesach there's an Inyat to see the wine. Because you're doing a connected the dam that they right. so you want to see the red so therefore I'm pesa inyan to use a, a see-through. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I think they just use it for convenience. But now they're saying it's a halakhic uh, inyan to use it so it doesn't uh, it doesn't doesn't spoil. So a lady came uh, from the hardea. She, she came in front of the Yehuda. She was guilty. She, the, the, the judge was Ma'ayeva. Amra So the lady said to the Yehuda, Shemuel Rabach, Hachi Danan. Oh, she was a little fresh. She said, uh, Your Rabbi Shemuel, is that the way he would have ruled me? Meaning, uh, she was basically questioning his uh, psak. Amra Yadatle, did you know him? So she said, In. And she started to explain who Shemuel was. Gutsa, he was short. And he had a big belly. And his skin was like black. And then he had big teeth. When he came over here to disparage the rabbi, she was talking like in a derogatory way. This lady should be in uh, Nidui. The rabbi put her in Nidui, and that was the end of her. Wow, great. Yeah. And the Gemara says, Pak'a So her belly uh, swelled up, and uh, she died. So that was that. Wow. What does he say? Ah, so it's Haramam. You can't disparage the Tamil Hakam. It's amazing stuff. All right, Yamara continues. Remember, we learned in the Mishnah that if a person says, Kunam Tavshil, I'm not eating Tavshil. So we said Tavshil means any type of soft food that's eaten with bread. A dip, exactly. Umutar Turmita. But it's permissible. To eat betzat turmita. <coughs> so the Gemara says, "My betzat turmita." What is this betzat turmita? Amar Shmuel, Avda the Avidla, an Eved that knows how to prepare this egg, Shave alfa dinare. It's worth a thousand dinarim. Find somebody that can make this item, paying big money for it. Umayila alfa zimne bemaya hamime. You need to drop it in the hot water a thousand times. The alfazim nebi mawiyakin in it and a thousand times in cold water. It's probably uh, uh, an exaggeration, but the point is many times it needs to be soaked in hot water and cold water. Add the mitzutra until it shrinks. Kihechi de balayate, where you can just swallow it in one shot. And you don't even have to chew it, it becomes soft. Ve'im it keba. And if a person has, let's say, a. Um, uh, a wound or something hurting him, 
in his stomach, so what happens is the egg attaches to the bacteria or the disease in his stomach. When it comes out of his body, he can look at the egg and see exactly what the disease is and give him the right medicine. And we'll know exactly how to uh, cure him. Shemuel used to check himself with kulha. Uh, and that would, what is kulha? Kulha, he says, Ran says he doesn't know what it is. What do you got there? Ah, so he would swallow a, a, ca- a, a cabbage? How is he able to, 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 to tell what's on the egg? I mean, the egg comes out whole? Right, like an egg that would come out the way, exactly, because you swallow it whole. Right. Because it's soft. So it just comes out like it is. It shrunk also, no? Yeah, it comes out with the with the leaves Anyway, Shemuel ate this kulha, uh, and um, it caused them to become weak. Ad de misaterin inchebete ale sa'arehon. Until he would faint. And uh, the, the, the ladies of his house... Um, they would pull their hair out because they were so sad that the rabbi was so weak from this uh, from this process over here. Um, I have a question over here with this egg that they used to swallow. He says right, that's a shoot of the bit of the eye. It can hold exactly the size of an egg of a chicken. So you don't have to you don't have to make it small. Why is the gemara sounding like that? To make it small so you can swallow it in one shot. even if it remained big, be able to swallow it in one shot. Over there, it's talking about. A bitza if you chew it. Meaning when you chew the egg, so the amount of chewed egg you can swallow in one shot, like the matzah. But a whole, but a whole but egg, egg will not go down. It'll get, it'll get stuck, so they have to shrink it to go down without chewing it. Uh-huh. That's that is. Okay, Tenanatam. We learned in the Mishnah Masrot. Haya That's a certain type of fig. Lo You shouldn't eat the type of figs. Sorry, that says that it, the, the egg is going in with the, with the shell. It shrinks. Yeah, and it gets soft. And the shell itself gets soft? The shell, the outside. Right, the shell becomes soft as well. So when you think an egg and you drop it in vinegar, even the shell becomes uh, porous and becomes soft. Meaning otherwise you would think if it's going through the, the stomach, it, it, it's not going to stay whole. So the whole that it comes out with the clipper. Yeah, amazing. It's a marvel. Yeah, it's a, it's a marvel. That's why you pay the guy so much money. So the Gemara says, if you're eating these dates or these figs, that you shouldn't eat the the benot sheva. It's a type of uh, figs. You shouldn't eat them. Uh, the type of fig that they make from it, a type of tapshil. So you shouldn't make use the benotsheva figs to make this tapshil. So what's going to happen? 
it's, it's gonna why shouldn't you make it but it says the Binot Sheva actually are good very 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 high grade fig and the Klufsin are uh, uh, inferior so let's read this again Tananatam haya oseh beklufsin lo yochah bebinot sheba bebinot sheba lo yochah beklufsin I guess if you're eating this type of fig don't mix it with the other one if you eat the other one don't mix it with the other because they're different grades and we get the guy sick the Gemara says, "Ahu gavra di yahav avda lechavre." It was a guy that he gave uh, his eved to his friend, lagmure alfa mine lefde. In order to teach him, because he paid him, uh, in order to prepare a thousand different types of uh, recipes for figs. And agmere tamne mea, he was only able to teach him eight hundred. As mine ledina kamedir abi. So he said, "I paid him to teach me, teach him a thousand." Recipes, and he only taught him eight hundred. Amar Rabbi, so Rabbi said, "Avotenu amru nashinu tova." We forgot all the good. And what is that? Anu afidu be'enenu lorainu, which means we never even we even saw it, and our ancestors forgot it. They knew it, and they forgot it, but we never even saw it. Which means the dorot. We don't even have these uh, recipes. That's all we have today. We forgot all these good stuff. A lot of good stuff. Good foods, good recipes. We, we, we don't have them today. If the, if, if the even Rabbi, who was one of the rich men of the generation, he says, uh, you know, it's amazing that he was able to even come up with 800. We never even saw this. Rabbi, Rabbi made a wedding for his son to be Shimon, and he didn't invite Bar Kapara. Why didn't he invite Bar Kapara? Mishum Shelo Huzman Im Haverav. What does it say? Ah, I heard those words. Yeah, this al Bet Genana. So Bar Kapara came, and he wrote on the wall of the party. You spent 24,000, 24,000 myriads of, exactly, that's expensive wedding, of dinarim on the wedding, you couldn't invite me? So, Bar said to the bee, if the people that could you imagine how much uh, the people that follow Hashem's way, how wealthy they're going to become? Anyway, as Mene, he invited him. Amar, at that point, Bar Kaparas changed his uh, tune. If the people that are fulfilling God's will, they get like you got. Well, the most on Olam you're going to get so much. Now, why didn't he invite him in the first place? Exactly. He was very, very... Uh, he made jokes at the weddings, and uh, the Ben Wakadosh didn't want to laugh, because I guess he was very serious about the Hurban. So therefore, we didn't invite him, so we won't lead to the laughter. The Ben Yuri writes that uh, this price for the wedding, obviously, is a guzma. 
to spend. Mechil kesef shebiyamenu medoba b'schum haga ben esim ushal esim ushmona million. It might be a twenty-eight million dollar wedding. That would be that's a lot. I mean, we've heard it, but it's uh, still a lot of money. Relative, right? Yitachen shemechid sheshilem rabim et kabel ladat im nikab eshmon shekeshenasaya alav lara chelik memalchi omot haolam. Uh, if you want to say that he had to fight half of Israel and half the government, so therefore he had to make a big, uh, a big shebang. So therefore, maybe the, maybe, maybe it is a uh, okay. Which means he's saying you didn't invite me to the wedding, and uh, that means you, 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 don't, you don't have derecheretz. And if Hashem blesses the guys who are going against his will, so could you imagine guys like me, or other guys who are fulfilling his will, what they're going to get? Now when he changed his tune, he said, well, if that's the way God's rewarding the Osir, the Sunnah, and Olam Hazer, so could you imagine what, uh, what you're going to get in Olam Abba? Okay, stop it. That's it. Nice.